Hello, ladies. Welcome to a special episode of the Liberated Latina podcast. It's always super special when I get to invite incredible women who are also my incredible clients. And today you are going to be introduced to Kristen Quiroz Bayona, if you don't already know her. And she's going to share her super powerful story of evolving from somebody that felt like this timid wallflower, feeling overlooked, to elevating into a paid speaker and consultant in the podcasting space. So let me give you a little info on Kristen before we dive in. She is the founder and CEO of Podcast and Amplify, which is a coaching business on a mission to empower women from diverse backgrounds to start, launch, and grow impactful podcasts. She weaves over 15 years of experience in communications, along with her heart-centered approach to simplify podcasting for entrepreneurs so they can grow a raving community and grow their business while honoring their authentic voice. So as you listen to this interview, make sure to tag us if you want to screenshot the episode and tag us on Instagram. We would love to see your takeaways and we can also shout you out. And also make sure to check out Kristen's links down in the description and the show notes. And she also left you guys a super high value freebie that I would definitely take advantage of if you are looking to optimize your podcast or thinking of launching a really well done and effective podcast in the near future. All right, ladies, I cannot wait for you to hear this. So let's dive right on in. Welcome to the Liberated Latina podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought-after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. Okay, Kristen, I'm so excited to have you on the Liberated Latina podcast. So first of all, I am just so delighted that you took the time to come on and share your story because as everyone's going to hear, you have such a powerful transformation story all around really using your voice like really discovering that voice and using it in a powerful way so thank you so much for being on I appreciate you so much as a person but especially that you were so willing to come on here and share your story means a lot uh thank you for having me and you're gonna get me all emotional before we jump into this interview but I'm honored to be on your show Yay. So let's start off before we get into all the juiciness that's kind of gone down over the past almost year or so, which is crazy. Um, Why don't we talk a little bit about how did you land in podcasting and what led you to really um, create this mission that you have around amplifying voices? Because you did work in corporate, right, in communication. So what was that journey like making that transition and then Um, diving all in into podcasting and amplifying voices. Yeah, so I did start out in corporate. I was really a Jill of all trades because I love to learn. So I'm a dabbler. I like to do different things. Um, And I did, though, find myself feeling really stuck in corporate. It wasn't really the right environment, but I'm one of the first in my family to graduate from college, me and my sister. And 
So you can tend to think, okay, you're, you're making it, right? You've got the degree and then you went, you have the nine to five job with the 401k and, and that's it. And that's really the only path I saw available to me until I felt, started feeling like this bigger call, like, oh no, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Try to make it work, hired a job coach, right? And just trying to make myself fit in this system, which I ended up realizing was not the right, was never going to be the right fit. So what she, what that job coach helped me realize, and it was like my first uh, introduction to coaching. I didn't really know anything about coaching that it existed, but what I did was I'm always trying to figure things out. So I was like looking at people in positions above mine. I was like, what are, what do they do? And these are people who like generations went to college, like they're, this was like something very comfortable for them. I was like, oh, they have coaches? Like what? <laughs> oh, okay. That's interesting. I was like, okay, I guess I can get one <laughs> and see how the experience goes. And I did. And so while it didn't work with, you know, ended up working in the corporate job situation, what she helped me realize is that my, one of my big values is freedom and, and to really sort of like start honoring my passions. So I thought, well, I don't know what my next step is, but at least I'll take on something creative. So I do it around something I love. So I love to travel and I've been lucky to go to a lot of beautiful places in the world. So I thought, oh, I'll start a travel blog. I don't know where it's going to take me. I don't know what this is going to end up being. 2019, I had been doing that for a year, 2020 rolls around and I'm like, this is like still not giving me, I just don't really know what to do with it. I'm feeling lonely because blogging is not really like a two-way conversation necessarily. Um, And then I, the pandemic hit and I was furloughed and I realized, which meant I had a job technically and I didn't have to look for a job. I had all this time and then I had all this money because I could collect unemployment. It was like, this is the, what I've been asking for. I've been asking for like, oh, what if I just had more time to dedicate to this passion project? What if, what if, what if? And all of a sudden it was delivered and not the best way, right? The pandemic was very horrible for so many people. And I acknowledge that and I'm sensitive to that. At the same time, my experience with it was that um, it gave me this opportunity to um, try other things. And so during the middle of the summer of the pandemic, I started my my um, podcast, my travel podcast, and we were in the middle of like George Floyd and um, all the sort of reckoning that was happening. And it really helped me think about having a deeper mission with that first podcast in terms of tapping into the what was bothering me about the travel space was that it wasn't diverse. It wasn't like the algorithm on Instagram would show me like one white woman standing in front of a mountain in a flowy dress. Yes. Like yes. multiple <laughs> versions of her. And I'm like, that is, those aren't the only people who travel and why am I not seeing more perspectives and travel? So I created that podcast with that mission to share travel stories and to share diverse perspectives. 
still think, still trying to figure out what was going to be my, my entrepreneurial path, right? Like, how was I going to transition away from corporate? And so I figured out, oh, I love podcasting and I can help people podcast because of my communications background and dabbling. Um, and so the mission behind the podcast I have now is still around inclusivity, representation, and sharing diverse voices. Now it's in, you know, sharing diverse business, people, women in business, in um, personal development, and sort of wellness. So that's kind of been the evolution of my, my path, but still keeping that core mission very much a part of what I do. Yeah, I love that. And, and it, it was even like beautiful for me to hear your whole story, because I've like, We've talked about bits and pieces of it, but just seeing the whole sequ sequential unfolding of it is so cool because it kind of felt like the mission was coaxing you into it. It was like, it would give you those breadcrumbs and you're like, oh, let me take that next step and let me take that next step. And like, oh, this is happening in the world. Let me follow that. So I think it's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful story and also a reminder that we don't have to go from like A to Z right away, but we can give ourselves a space to kind of be lured into the mission that we're ultimately here to live out. Yeah. And you're so right. It did very much feel like breadcrumbs. Like I was following the trail to something that I didn't really know, but just kind of like trusting, which is kind of funny because that's been a hard thing for me is trust, as you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so let's go into, so once you started podcast and Amplify, um, which is so cool because it's still very much like rooted in that amplification and brings in your experience of communications and helps diversify um, even what the landscape looks like in, in the entrepreneurial space, right? It always, at least for me when, I, when starting out, it always did seem like there was a certain type of person that was always like the, the face of brands, like this, the attractive white woman, the blonde hair, and like, there is that certain aesthetic. So I just love that through your work, you're really helping to diversify the landscape of what it looks like to be an entrepreneur and especially showing more women of color, like that their voice matters, right? And, and they have a space um, in this industry. So what, what did that journey look like to say, okay, I have this podcast, I want to start actually getting into, you know, helping people and serving people. Cause I know you created a course, right? Was that around the time you created your course and what was that journey like? Yeah. So I created the course at the end of 2020, put it out there, but was so like unprepared, I think emotionally and like in, in so many ways, like it was just, it was kind of like, here it is. And then just like being so uncomfortable that I had put something out there. I was asking for money, like all that was so far outside my comfort zone, but I did it. And at that time I was really, um, that was in 2021, the beginning of 2021. And I, I was really still in the space of pushing through and just like, you're fine. You're okay. You're good. And not giving myself any sort of like space or self 
care or love or any of that and so I remember that that's when that's when we met um to do the intensive that we basically broke it up and did a lot around just taking that space for yourself I think you were launching it no I was launching it yeah you helped me launch my through my first very first launch and I, I think we did some kind of like I don't think you're really offering what we did but I was like hey can we do this and you know you graciously agreed to give me that and it was such, it was what I needed to just get me through that initial launch and yeah it was mm-hmm. definitely needed yeah and and I remember because I remember seeing it I was like oh my gosh this mission is just like everything like it, it was so clear that you had like a sense like you were in integrity with your mission if that makes sense I think it's mm. it's it's common to hear people have these big visions, but to see somebody really in integrity with what they want to do and just have so much heart in it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like so necessary. Um, so going into the end of that year, where were you in your business and what was it that was really calling you to be like, okay, you know, I'm ready to go into that next level. I'm ready to be more visible because I think it can be rather comfortable to just either stay where we are or say, you know what, it's just easier to work in corporate. I know what I'm, you know, I'm familiar with it. So what was it that was coming up for you? And why was it important for you to move forward to kind of unlock whatever felt like was on the other side? Yeah, so I knew that I had a lot to work on. So back in 2016, when I first started exploring things, like I knew confidence was an issue. Uh, I think I'm a very self-aware person and I realized, oh, I've gotten myself as far as I can take myself. I need support, right? And um, there was a part of me that was really seeking that, you know, just like this, this inner part that knew there was more to me, but I wasn't untapping. And I I was feeling that I was pushing myself and growing throughout, you know, exploring this entrepreneurship and launching the course. And then that whole year, it was just a pushing myself to grow and be uncomfortable and get that new learning. Um, But I knew at the end of 2020 that there was still like, I was still feeling a lot of self-doubt. I was still feeling afraid to be more visible and to be seen for like my authentic self. Like I was still kind of afraid of like the rejection of just being me. And I wanted to show up as just fully me, like just so comfortable to be bolder, to be fully owning everything that I was putting out. I I wanted certainty around my offers. I wanted to feel like, all in, like, this is the best offer, this, I'm in integrity with everything that I'm putting out there. And I was still like asking for validation in a lot of ways. I was still looking for permission to do that. And so I, I think of her, you know, who I was back then. And I, I just, it's like almost a different person. It's like such a lower vibe, right? Than how I feel today. And 
you know, essentially I was just holding myself back and I wanted to like stop that uh, process and get help with that. So um, I really just wanted to like stop looking around at other people. What are they doing? And like carve my own path because this is what I started this to do um, and just feel that that confidence. And I knew that was going to be the difference between that was going to be like my success, essentially, that my success was is rooted in me going personally, going to my next level and that, um, you know, the business is only going to be as big as I'm seeing myself. So that's mm -hmm. where I was at the end of 2021. And then you were talking about visibility and it was like perfect. Yeah. So I love that you talked about that and, and seeing business as like, this is, I can only live out my mission as deeply or as you know widely as I'm willing to kind of expand myself because a lot of what we first went into in seen and sought after was internal uh, blocks and really kind of like scoping out all of those different flavors that were hanging out internally that were keeping you, you know, more silence than you really wanted to be that you know, that you knew you were available for, right? So in your experience, what were some of the, the biggest blocks that we worked on together that you were like, oh my gosh, now looking back, I could see, I can see how much that was really keeping me silenced or keeping me limited or just keeping me out of the arena that you really wanted to be playing in with, with the level of clients that you wanted to be serving? Yeah, so I, you really helped me realize that I was in so many ways, like making myself wrong first. Like I was starting off in a sort of like depleted place and that was affecting everything. It was affecting my how I saw my offers, who how I spoke in my marketing and who I was attracting, like, you know, if you're starting out already being hard on yourself, being critical on yourself, um, putting yourself in that position of like, I'm not enough. That, that obviously is going to come up in any coaching that you do. It just has to, it's kind of like all, all roads lead to, you know, worthiness, right? Um, and that is inevitable to come up, even though, you know, we started out as, I think, more marketing based coaching. Mm -hmm. You and I just, we've gone so deep and it's necessary. It's necessary to like face those, those wounds. I think I was giving, you know, besides making myself wrong, there was a lot of lingering shame and a lot of that came up in some like perfectionism, you know, because perfectionism is really like about avoiding feeling that shame, you know, it's putting up the mask, right? To right. not let people judge you and because you're quote unquote perfect. So that was still going on. Um, and just, yeah, I just felt like, oh, maybe I'm, I'm not good enough to share my voice, but I'm telling people to share their voice. So I really got to right. look at that because- <laughs> Stop yeah. thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember there were a few moments where we were, and it's so cool because marketing really gets to be that mirror, right? Marketing does. is our inner light express, right? So through, through marketing, we can see where are we not seeing ourselves clearly and therefore not seeing our future clients, our potential clients clearly. 
And I remember there were moments where I was like, wait, you're not seeing yourself clearly. Like, why are we going back down to this disempowered version of who you think your client is? Where, where is that reflecting some places where you're not seeing yourself clearly, where you're seeing yourself in a disempowered state? And I think that is that was such a gift for me to be able to kind of see those moments where the ego wanted to go back to like, no, 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 let's shrink ourselves. Let's see ourselves in this smallness. And it's like, wait, no, 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 no. Remember who you're here to be. Remember the gifts that you really do have. Remember the mission that you're working towards and let's expand in that direction versus going back to that cozy little like box of no, no, I'm just, I'm just over here doing this small thing, working with this type of client and you know, so that was, that was really beautiful. And you were so receptive to that. And I really do think that that receptivity that you had and that willingness to go there is what ultimately has allowed you to take up that space of being on stage, right. And, and sharing your voice on so many different podcasts and really feeling at home, taking up all of that space and, and kind of feeling comfortable in your own bigness. Yeah. And, you know, at that time, I really needed you to hold that vision of of me, that bigger vision for me, because I didn't have that capacity yet. And something that I remember you pointed out early on was like, you are really fighting for these limiting beliefs because (laughs) they're helping you feel safe. And like, once you made that connection, right? Like, I think we did a visual um, exercise around it. And it was like me, like clawing to like, hold on to these beliefs. And, you know, you pointing out that it's like, cause they, they, they are what make you feel safe. And I was like, oh, and that was just one of like, I don't know how many light bulb moments that, you know, we've had during our time working together. And that was a, a really key thing. And, and, and you holding that vision of me, I so needed that because that was what incrementally helped me start to see it for myself. And then I took it on for myself. Right. So it's been really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about like the strategic stuff, right? Because I think when we first did that intensive, when you were launching your course, from my perspective, there was a lot of like, this is how I should launch. And like, this is how it needs to be. And a lot of what I had so much fun doing alongside you was like, okay, what are your actual strengths? And how can we create a new pathway of how you create this momentum and this demand and this buzz around your work in a way where you don't have to fit into those old boxes? Because then in a way, it starts feeling similar to corporate, right? We try to fit ourselves into the organization's boxes. Um, And something that I really loved was bringing out that natural collaborator in you, the one that, that wants to be in community with everyone and wants to just make connections and you're actually the most magnetic when you're doing so so it makes perfect business sense to do so but in your experience what was that what was that like and what do you think that has allowed you to do just shifting away from this is how it needs to be done to leaning more into that collaborator creative side of you and your marketing yeah, it's been really a game changer because I think I had a little bit of a meltdown when I was doing my, I think it was my third launch. And I was like, I just not, this is not feeling 
connected and I, I just need to be doing something else. And I wasn't sure what, and I wasn't giving myself permission to let it go of all the shoulds. And you're right. It was feeling like, like corporate, like this is what you do. And as soon as you helped me like tap into what my strengths were, you know, and, and feeling like, oh, what I actually need to be doing. And a lot of this was when the human design came up, like actually what you are meant to be doing is like that just helped me fully start to own, not just my process, but my strengths um, and my voice as well. Because in when you're in that creative collaboration, you're building community, I mean, you really have to be authentic Right. And that's authentically how I am and where my, you know, I, where I light up. So it, it kind of helped me. It started with the launch, but then it bled over into all of these other places. It's so funny. Like once you start owning something that's so much a part of where you are, who you are, that, that starts to affect, um, you know, where you are in other places. And, and once you own who you are more and more it's like oh all these things are opening up yes and you become like possibilities focused and it's just kind of like magic yeah because it's like you're no longer in the constant spiral of questioning like no I need to do it like this and no this is not going to work or like and it's so interesting because sometimes our innate gifts are so we're so blind to it because it's, it's like, no, that's too easy. Like, can it really, can I really just do that? It's like, yeah, (laughs) actually you can, but sometimes we don't even see it because we're like, no, it's, that's like, that's obvious. Like everybody's good at that. Right. Or like, oh, but like, who am I to just rely on these three strengths and, and build a whole business out of it. It's like, well, actually you can. So let's talk a little bit about the beautiful momentum that you're in right now in your business. And I mean, I would just love for you to share a little bit about that speaking engagement, just because I think it's such a huge testament to the work that you've done internally, the work that you have implemented externally to be able to even like be in that room and be on stage in that room. But also, I think it's a testament to what can really happen when we open up to, to your point, right, to the possibilities instead of continuously putting ourselves in like, no, I have to first do this and, fo- and then this because this is the sequence that everybody says I have to follow. So do you mind sharing a little bit about what that speaking engagement was like and kind of like what this, what this unfolding has felt like for you as now even evolving into a paid speaker? Yeah, so I spoke at Podcast Movement, which is a national conference, the largest podcasting conference in the world, apparently. <laughs> and, and it was such an amazing experience. Um, I, though I, you know, to back up, like I, I was able to apply for that speaking engagement back in, I think, April. And it wasn't, it just happened in August. And I was only able to do that because I started trusting myself more. And that's a lot of what we worked on. And I, you know, that idea of like having your own back was like 
crucial. So such a game changer. Like, oh, I create that safety. And you had told me that for a long time and I didn't really get it. And it took lots of like coaching to get me there. I was like, oh, because I was such a wallflower. I'm an introvert. Public speaking has never been really my thing at all. And I, but I had this suspicion that, you know, maybe it's not about the speaking part because that's a skill that can be learned. I had this suspicion that it was more that I was never so connected to my message. But when I was, when I was on a podcast doing an episode or I was um, connecting with people online or doing a live and I was in my message and sharing it and, and that's when I was felt like energy, I felt comfortable, all the nerves like really went away. And I could sense that people were leaning in, right? People were responding. And so I started noticing that and like tapping into that and thinking again, possibilities like, oh, maybe like what I have to say is something that people need to hear. And so I started thinking in terms of like, okay, well just apply, you know? And, and, and if you apply, you'll either get it or you won't, but you'll have your own back either way, right? Like if you don't get it, you'll be able to like be there for yourself and the disappointment. If you do get it and you ha- you're going to go on this national stage for the very first time, you'll have yourself in that scary moment. And so that's a lot of what helped propel me to, you know, on that path. And so it was the first conference that I applied to and I got it. And I was just so like, oh, this is like, why is it so easy? I questioned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say going from being that wall to being a podcaster to doing lives um, and, you know, web, live webinars. And, and those are the things that helped prepare me. And I was doing all the internal work. So it just kind of all came together in that um, speaking opportunity. And then shortly after I got that opportunity, I got my first paid opportunity, which was amazing. But after I did the session, I went back to my hotel room and I just felt like the biggest sense of fulfillment and happiness. And I was just like sitting in it. I was just like, I couldn't stop smiling. And it was not only because I actually had people in the audience, like I, like I didn't know who was going to show up or how many. You had a full was, room, everybody. I had, <laughs> I had people ask questions and I had people come up afterwards and ask me, you know, want to speak to me. And I had someone ask me to be on their podcast on the spot. And then we recorded it the next day. And it was just so amazing. But to have this vision of what you could be and kind of think, oh, maybe I could be that, that person. And then to like actually live it out and become it. It's just, I mean, it's, there are any words, you know what I mean? It's, it's so special and I'm so grateful. And it's an experience that I, I want every woman to feel, you know, that, that sense of like, satisfaction like I did it you know I pushed myself and I ha- I held myself and look at this reward I'm I'm the version of myself that I actually 
was striving for. So yeah, it's just all really powerful and um, I'm just so grateful. So coming out of that experience of literally feeling the fulfillment and just the sheer weight of how impactful our voices can be how do you see that now playing into podcasts and amplify because I feel like the version of you that gets to show up now is so different right you have that embodiment of knowing what it's like to be afraid to share your voice and to take up that space and be visible and then now having the embodiment of a, a completely different experience of taking up space on a national stage of of sharing your voice on all these different podcasts and so what do you think, like, how do you feel now in your business and where do you see Podcast and Amplify going now that you have kind of like this fresh embodiment of what's possible? So after that speaking opportunity, I really had this sense, I came back and I think I shared this with you that, oh, there's nothing I can't do. Like it really made this shift in me and I'm sure you've noticed it in our interaction. Like I feel lighter. I feel more just motivated. Um, I, you know, I'm, I have created a sponsorship program. I have sponsors for the podcast. I want to continue doing that. I'm continuing to grow the podcast. I created, you know, different offers that are still feel really good. So I'm just seeing so many avenues for growth and to continue to impact people and really just like not stand in my own way anymore and that's that's really powerful you know to to have that feeling of the sky's the limit or the sky's not even the limit it's going to be on that and like what can we do next and I just have so much energy and momentum um, now that I've just sort of like busted open the gates I'm like I'm here <laughs> it's, it's like I'm liberated yes. <laughs> and I really saw that in um in that opportunity that came through with that client that was asking for a certain service of yours and like it was so cool just in my seat seeing you like oh yeah this person I want me to do this I could totally do that like this is the price this is what I'm going to offer and it was like bing bang boom she paid the next day like it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like there was just that, that certainty. Whereas I feel like before they, there may have been a little bit more like back and forth, or I don't know, or can I, you know, can I really what's, the, and you're just like, boom, 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 done. <laughs> Present paid the next day, no big deal. And again, it's like things get to flow so much easier when we are, when we have that anchoring in ourselves, right? We know our value, we know what we bring to the table and we know we got ourselves always, and we're just like ready to serve. Like we're so connected to the mission and we're ready to serve in that big way. So I would love for you to share with people, everyone listening, who are you really here to serve and in what ways can you help people in their podcasts and amplifying their voices to make more of an impact that they want to make and grow their business while doing so in a really aligned and, and heart-led way? Yeah, so I serve women, women of color. I'm all about inclusivity and sharing different perspectives. It just is a through line through everything that I do. And I'm really passionate about 
not only, you know, you mentioned sharing more perspectives in entrepreneurship and that landscape, but also bringing more voices in podcasting. And so that the fact that I can do those two things at the same time is just fantastic. And so I want to amplify your voice. Someone needs to hear what you have to say. And I love doing that. And um, it's, I think, just why I'm here. You know, I think it's, it's a big uh, reason why I'm here to, to do that. And people can work with me in a couple different ways. But if you want to find out more about that, you can go to podcastingamplify.com. And then if you want to want inspiration listen to the podcast you know to see women just really kicking ass and it's probably going to be a woman that looks like you or that you can resonate with and that's really important to me so that the podcast is podcasting amplify as well and um yeah just i'd love to connect with people so i'm also on instagram same same handle and you also have an incredible freebie that you're giving everyone here right for yes. the, um, to, I think it's optimized for just a, like an optimization checklist. Oh, you talk about the freebies, you know, better than I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the optimization. Yes. The checklist just to help you think about, you know, am, if, if you have a podcast, is this being used to its full capacity and maybe even get you thinking about ways that maybe you're not using it to its full capacity. And if you don't have a podcast, Yet, I would still download it because that will help you think ahead of things that you should be thinking about as you're um, creating your podcast or even just stewing on the idea. Um, so it's it's a great checklist to just make sure it's pretty comprehensive. I'm a very detailed and oriented person, so I think it'll it'll be really valuable. Yes, Kristen always over delivers in the best of ways. She cares so much. And another thing that I really love, that I would like to amplify is that I think in the podcasting space, it can get real like detached real quick, right? Like when we think about, okay, I just need to grow my downloads or I need to just like see this thing grow in the numbers. And what I love is that you integrate direction and, and strategy, but in a way that doesn't abandon the mission of the platform and also doesn't abandon the intimacy that we get to create with our audience as podcasters. Right. So it's not just about seeing the downloads increase. And I remember when you mentioned, like, you know, it's not always about downloads because people can be downloading. But if you're if you know the, what really matters here is people being safe enough to reach out, people wanting to be part of your community, people wanting to opt in to learn more about you and your work and wanting to work with you. And I was like, that's so true. Right. Like downloads doesn't paint the full story. And I just love that you offer that perspective in podcasting because there are so so many of us that go into podcasting. Yes, of course, because it's an incredible business tool, but also because we're craving that intimacy and that depth that sometimes it just doesn't feel like we can cultivate on other platforms. And and with your approach, you help us do that while also, you know, growing and being able to increase our visibility and, you know, create those incredible connections and collaborations. So I just wanted to honor that in you because I think it's really special that you do that. Yeah, no, thank you. It's for me, podcasting is really about building community because it's intimate um, way to connect with people. And I'm always about quality over quantity. And that might not be the most popular business approach or podcast growth approach, but 
for me to be in integrity and to know that my clients are building brands that really connect and are that something that they can really be behind, you know, get behind. Like that's so much more important than, you know, having 10,000, 50,000, you know, listeners that aren't really like their people. Like we, we want people to actually love their communities and connect with the people that they're, that are in, in there with them. So. Last question. If you could go back to previous version of you, maybe going into end of last year, what would you tell her? Oh gosh. Um, I would tell her that she's going to achieve what she set out to achieve. Like she's going to, she's going to make it and to just keep going the course. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's so hard to see, right? It's so hard to see. And there's so much worry and, and mind drama that goes on. And so I would just try and give her a more peace, some, some peace of like, so you're okay and you can trust the process. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And it's just been such a joy to be able to support you and be in your corner. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so honored to be here. I can't thank you enough for all of your support. There are just like no words. I feel like a different person from when I first started working with you to today. And I wish I could express that enough so people like listening understand, but you're just going to have to like talk to Daisy and work with her to experience magic. That's all you have to do. So just going to have to reach out to find out. (laughs) Thank you so much. And for everyone listening, make sure that you check out all of Kristen's links and definitely, definitely, definitely check out her freebie. If you want to learn more about launching or optimizing a binge-worthy podcast that's really aligned to you and grows your mission, grows your impact. And we will catch you all in the next episode. Hey, Amiga, real quick. Did you find value in today's episode? If you did, take a screenshot right now, share it on your Instagram story with your biggest takeaways, and be sure to tag me at the Liberated Latina. This allows me to see what you are most enjoying about the show, and it grows a community of liberated hermanas. Thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope you had as much fun as I did, and I'll catch you in the next one. Besitos.